Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the unification community as Hundukwe. Today we are reading from True Mother, Hak Jahan Moon, an anthology. Book 3, Part 3, Section 8, We Must Reveal the Truth. This speech was delivered at the 2013 Global Leaders' Assembly on December 15, 2013 at Chungshim Peace World Center, Korea. Chapter 8. We Must Reveal the Truth Distinguished guests from home and abroad, ambassadors for peace, and beloved blessed members from all around the world, welcome. This year, 2013, has been a historic and unprecedented year, starting with Foundation Day. We have now reached the point at which we must wrap up this year and make preparations to usher in the new era and new hope of 2014, which is about to begin. However, things that have been happening in the world around us have left us feeling quite cold. Let us have a heart to love God, love people, and love our nation. Why is history accompanied by so many difficulties? Even though people have sought goodness according to the workings of their conscience throughout our long history, today we face an indescribably complicated era, rife with problems of race, religion, ideology, territory and national borders, national defense, and many others. We cannot stand still. We know that God is working hard without rest in order to carry out the providence. These problems have arisen because humankind has deviated from the main track, and the providence of restoration through indemnity has been necessary to enable people to return to the original path through their own efforts. However, this has been a difficult task for human beings to accomplish by themselves. Through the history of all religions, especially Christianity, the messianic figure came to us as per our ultimate hopes. What kind of person is the Messiah? The Messiah is supposed to resolve everything that has gone wrong with humankind. For this reason, the Messiah must come as the true parents. They must give rebirth to all people who are fallen. Without such a process— there is no hope of resolving humanity's complicated history. We are grateful and amazed that the true parents have appeared on earth. Distinguished guests who have gathered here today, and particularly ambassadors for peace, please fulfill all your responsibility on the front line. Heaven's providence does not wait for us. There is a right time. We have reached an important point in time when we should be in the position of true and devoted children who attune themselves to this time. Reverend Sung Myung Moon has been educating people under the motto, Love God, Love People, and Love Your Country. Even if a person is not aware of the deeper providence, he or she will naturally be loyal to the nation if that person has a heart that reveres heaven and loves people. I sincerely hope that politicians in charge of their nations will think of ways to help their countries and love the people, instead of merely pursuing their own interests. The mission of the Ambassadors for Peace is very important. Ambassadors for Peace from Korea and all other nations must take the lead in guiding others to the path toward a world of peace. If not only the people of your own country, but also those of neighboring countries have the heart to love heaven, love the people, and love their nations, would they be able to act in a selfish way? We are now concerned about the situation in Northeast Asia. What will happen if we approach it with this kind of heart? 
In Isaiah 2.4, it says that a peaceful world can be realized when swords are beaten into plowshares. Yellow sand and microdust currently being blown in from China are threatening our health. This threatens the health of all living things in Korea. However, this is what I want to say to this country. We should follow the lead of the Bible when it suggests changing the implements of war into tools for caring for the land. Astronomical amounts of money are being poured into military expenses. If only a third of those funds were invested in supporting a fertile land movement to plant trees in areas that have been deforested, which make up about 30% of the plains of China, what do you think would happen? Peace will surely spread from Asia to the world if the countries of Asia can unite in feelings of love for God, love for people, and love for their countries. The Family Federation for World Peace and Unification, along with Ambassadors for Peace, should invest into the true family activities and pure love campaigns. These activities will help to solve youth and family problems and the problems of crime around the world. We must attend true parents. We must reveal the truth for these reasons. The truth is that both heaven and humanity on earth have longed for and hoped for the true parents. All nations must attend true parents as brother and sister countries. Only by achieving a culture of deep heart, in which nations live for each other's sake and love each other as brothers and sisters in front of true parents, can world peace be possible. The place we will be heading to after living such a life is the eternal world, the kingdom of heaven. No matter how long our earthly life may be, it will not pass 100 years. The reality is that our chance to live here on earth is on loan from our Creator, the original owner who is our heavenly parent. Do you understand what I am saying? We cannot claim any ownership. Having borrowed our place on this earth, we should use it well and return it in the state heaven desires. Only by doing that can we enjoy eternal freedom, peace, and joy in that other world. It is my hope that you can realize this point. What should we do in order to live such a life? We must stand up. We must run out. It would be even better if we could fly. We do not have much time left to us. How can we fulfill all that God wills on earth and be complimented by our Heavenly Parent, saying, Thank you, my son, my daughter, of whom I am proud. Let us all dash forward together with all our might until the day we achieve the hope of heaven and of all people. Chapter 9. Forgive, Love, and Unite This speech was given at the second anniversary of the holy ascension of Samyang Moon, the true parent of heaven, earth, and humankind, on August 12, 2014, at the Chungshim Peace World Center, Korea. Distinguished guests from home and abroad, beloved blessed families and members from around the world, I welcome you. I am so pleased to be with you all here. On this second anniversary of the Holy Ascension, Songwa of Sangmyung Moon, the true father of heaven, earth, and humankind, we feel how much God has loved us until now and that he has given us all his blessings. Yet, for our shortcomings in fulfilling our responsibilities, we repent once more. Heavenly Parent is with us wherever we go. As a result of the fall of Adam and Eve, the first ancestors of humankind, 
heaven had to undertake the providence of restoration through indemnity, a history marked by pain and bitter sorrow. However, not once did God forget about his lost children. To save them, he had to go through a miserable and excruciating course of history. When he had established his chosen people through the long 4,000-year providence and had fulfilled his promise to send his only begotten Son, humanity once more committed a mistake in front of this great grace given by God. Even so, the only begotten Son said he would return. 2,000 years later, God's only begotten Son has emerged again through the providence unfolding through Christian history. On this foundation, God prepared His only begotten daughter and elevated us to the position of true parents. Thanks to that, another page has come to be written in the book of history. The world today remains fallen. It is a world owned by Satan. Hence, even though religions have tried to pursue a good lifestyle, they have not known the way to heaven. Now, thanks to true parents, we have been able to obtain the title Blessed Families, which indicates that we have been born anew. How can we describe in words the overwhelming emotions that we feel today? Our true Father, you worked hard, so hard. Our true Father, we love you. Our true Father, we miss you. True Father, who saved the United States and the world. Yet just as the people, out of ignorance, did not welcome Jesus 2,000 years ago, they did not accept True Father, the Messiah as the Second Coming. The providence, however, continues to move on. In 1971, when True Father went to the United States, he said he had come as a doctor and as a firefighter. Heaven had prepared the United States as a stronghold for the free world, yet the nation was moving away from upholding God's will as he had originally intended it to do. The United States stood at a life-or-death crossroads because of its culture of decadence and family breakdown, and because of the communist ideology. True Father, who knew how hard God had worked to raise the United States, had to go to the front line once more. That was in 1971. In the 1980s, True Father aroused the attention of the United States by following a path, all alone, to save that nation which was facing threats to its religious and ideological underpinnings, a threat that came from communism. He left many accomplishments as his legacy, accomplishments that no ordinary human being could have achieved. In trying to save the United States, his goal was to bring salvation to all of humanity in accordance with our Heavenly Parents' will. That is why Father called on the free world, which was wavering, and on the United States, where democracy was wavering, to forgive, love, and unite. He awakened all the good people of the United States. He himself practiced the love he preached. Yet Reverend Moon, who lived for others in such a way, ended up following a suffering course in prison at Danbury. Even though he did not have to follow that path, he still followed it, calling us to unite. He cried out, I do not know what blessings heaven has prepared in the background where I am going. So be strong. Be confident. From the perspective of the global providence, it is true parents alone who saved the United States and the world. Be proud citizens of Chanyogok. This second anniversary focuses particularly on the activities true parents carried out in the Americas. Let us all mobilize all our strength, ability, and effort 
in front of two parents' great love, with oneness in heart, oneness in body, oneness in thought, and oneness in harmony in front of God's will. It is my hope that we will all do our best, as proud citizens of Chanyogok, to lay the substantial foundation for Chanyogok. During the first anniversary of Father's Ascension, Japan and Korea became one through the Peace Road Bike Tour. This time, 14 countries took part in the event, and the team cycled a total distance of 6,000 kilometers. How beautiful is that? Despite the changes in climate and bad weather, the participants were not deterred. All brothers and sisters present here have become one in heart and vision. With the second anniversary, you have shown the people of the world that you are proud sons and daughters of true parents. You have demonstrated this as well in light of true parents' achievements. I thank you for all the hard work you have invested so far. Our goal is now clear. Do not forget that our Heavenly Parent and True Parents are always with you wherever you are. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Tune in tomorrow for a reading of The Great Power of Love and Forgiveness. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund. To donate, visit godable.org.